Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? This episode of Preacher Boys is brought to you by The Good Story Podcast. The Good Story Podcast is my new show where you'll hear inspiring interviews with creatives who have had a big impact by telling good stories. I'm sitting down with actors, actresses, models, authors, creatives, and filmmakers, and so many other amazing individuals, and talking about the way they've had a big impact by telling good stories. On the first episode that launched on Friday, February 21st, 2020, I sit down with Rashina Fenisi, who talks about how she leveraged her creative abilities to raise awareness about transplantation and organ donation in regards to children. Uh, She's traveled the country speaking at medical conferences and other huge events. She's published six children books and had appearances on nationally syndicated radio shows like The Breakfast Club. You guys are not going to want to miss that interview. So if you've appreciated the perspective that I bring to this show, you're definitely going to want to check out the Good Story podcast. So if you enjoy the show, be sure to add this to your queue and take a listen next. All right, guys, let's get into the show. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. To find more information about the Preacher Boys podcast and upcoming documentary, visit PreacherBoysDoc.com or connect on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at PreacherBoysDoc. Now, here is your host... Eric Skwarzynski. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Preacher Boys Podcast. My name is Eric Skwarzynski, and I am your host. And today, I just wanted to sit down with you guys and talk about the bite model. Now, the bite model comes from Stephen Hassan. He's the author of Combating Cult Mind Control, a book published in 2018. He's appeared on the Joe Rogan Experience and several amazing shows. He's worked with people like Leah Remini when it comes to the Scientology cult, and he's actually a former cult member himself. He spent two years recruiting for the Moonies. If you haven't listened to his book, Combating Cult Mind Control, just yet, I definitely recommend you do so. The bite model comes from Chapter 4, and And BITE stands for Behavior, Information, Thought, and Emotional Control. Within this model is an influence continuum. And I'm going to link to this in the show notes so you can get a better understanding of what I'm referring to. So basically on one end of the spectrum, we have constructive and healthy behavior, information, thought, and emotional control. And on the far right side of the chart, you have destructive and unhealthy behavior, information, thought, and emotional control. Now, reading through this list, you can really identify which side most independent Baptist churches can tend to lean on, especially when you look at organizations like Hiles Anderson, First Baptist Church, 
and so on and so forth like we've covered in recent episodes. And by the way, guys, if you have not listened to the episode where we talk about the lawsuit against Hiles Anderson College, you definitely need to. Uh, The testimony of Joy Ryder, who is the plaintiff in the lawsuit, is so powerful, and I definitely recommend you guys check that out. I'll drop that in the show notes as well so you can listen to it. But for now, I want to look at this influence continuum. Now, first, we start with individuals. Now, on the constructive and healthy side, you have authentic self, unconditional love, compassion, conscience, creativity and humor, free will, and critical thinking. On the destructive or unhealthy side, you have a false cult identity, conditional love, hate, doctrine, solemnity, fear and guilt, dependency, and obedience. Now, let's move down to leaders. On the leader side, we have psychologically healthy under the constructive and healthy section, knows their own limits, empowers individuals, trustworthy, accountable. On the destructive and unhealthy side, you have narcissistic, psychopathic, elitist, grandiose, power-hungry, secretive, deceptive, claims absolute authority. Now, on the organization side, on the constructive and healthy side, you have egalitarianism, checks and balances, informed consent, individuality and diversity, means create end, encourages growth, and you're free to leave. On the destructive and unhealthy side of an organization, you have elitism, authoritarian structure, deceptive and manipulative. They clone people. The ends justify the means. They preserve their own power, and there's no legitimate reasons to leave. Now, when I read the constructive and healthy side, who do you think of? It's not likely you think of someone like a Jack Hiles or First Baptist Church of Hammond or many of the independent Baptist churches that we've mentioned on the show, if not all of them. But when you look at the destructive and unhealthy side of the bite model, you can actually see a lot of characteristics that show themselves within a lot of independent Baptist church and doctrine. Now, let's take a look at the individual side. First, we look at the false cult identity. Now, within the independent Baptist movement, you are encouraged to stand apart, be separate, You identify only as what the church calls you to identify as. You dress a certain way, you act a certain way, you believe a certain way. Well, the summer is upon us here at Golden State Baptist College and your college, wherever you might attend. And I want you to know that we're excited about our young people coming back to school in the fall and the many new students that are becoming as well, enrolling in this great institution. Summer is such an exciting time. Summer is a dangerous time. There'll be influences that will pull you out of Bible college. Uh, Many of you that right now are thinking about attending a Bible college, in particular this one, you'll not make it there by September because the pull will be so great. I've watched it on my entire ministry. Uh, Thank God for relatives. But as you read the Word of God, Relatives can draw you away from the things of God. It might be a father or a mother or a stepfather or stepmother. They don't want you in Bible college, an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, a, uh, someone in your family, a relative, uh, uh, influence to draw you away from Bible college. It might be the, yourself. You just, just, I don't want to do that. It might be the flesh. I, I, I'm interested in worldliness and drugs and drink and uh, freedom, setting my own agenda. The world and the world is going to attack you this summer. It could be the devil. Of course, 
He's a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. The satanic attack on your life will be high because you have said, I'm going to go train for the Lord's work. Well, the devil's not excited about it. It might be friends and influence you. Why, why are you going to Bible college? Why throw your life away? It might be a girlfriend or a boyfriend. And I guarantee it right now, I'm speaking to someone, and you, you're focused on Bible college. But already that young girl or that young man is trying to, don't do that. We'll be apart. You won't like it. You'll become weird. It might be money. Some of you say, wow. Man, minimum wage, I'm making $7.25, almost everybody else is, I'm making $9 an hour. Well, don't be drawn into money. God has a way of taking care of you. It might be sin. It might be that you just get discouraged. I, I just, I think all of us, when Bible college, everybody goes through that, perhaps this summer. It might be that you've lost your vision, that God God wants you to do something. And you say, I just, I, I can't do it. I doubt, or God can't use me. I don't know what it is, but I promise you today, there is some influence that's saying no, 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 no. A person or a voice or uh, inside attack coming from the outside. And say no to all that. Say, for as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Get in this thing. And that leads to the next section, which is conditional love. If you don't meet the requirements of a false cult identity, you are attacked, you are hated, and in many situations, you are pretty much excommunicated from the church. Son, don't go to sleep while I'm talking. Hey, 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 don't, don't, don't you lay your head back. I, I'm, I'm important. I'm somebody. Now, you might do your English teacher that way. But I'm not teaching English. I'm teaching eternal life here. I love you. You know I love you. Have I convinced you I love you? Uh, yeah. You better, th you better nod your head yes. All right. Come on. Put it right there. All right. You stay awake and you listen to me. You say, well, he may never come back. Well, he ain't here now. And where have you been, Mr. Underwood? And I noticed on the calendar I'm supposed to marry y'all. What makes you think I'd marry you? You're one of the sorriest church members I have. You're not worth 15 cents. And you want me to marry you to her? And you want to marry him? And he don't even know where he belongs? And you don't even know where you belong? Now, uh, let me tell y'all, everybody here, how much I love these kids. Do you know I love you, sir? Stand up, big boy. Do you know I love you? All right. All right, give me a little love. You can't get this in any other church in town. Now, y'all don't want me. All you got to do is tell me we won't have a church fight because I'll get my little Connie and we'll get in her little Buick Enclave. It's paid for. And we'll sell what we need to sell. And we'll go on down the road and we'll find some little podunk church that don't know up from down. And I'll find me a dozen Joe's baskets who don't have a pot or a window and who will shout Jesus. And I'll give the rest of my life to them. But I'm not interested in recreating the prostitute of the church. Amen. You remember when I came here, Kelly? You remember where your wife was, where your sisters were? Do you remember where they were? And we made holy war. Do you remember that? Stay with me. Don't quit me. Oh, Brandy. Oh, Brandy's a sweet girl, and she's got her children. Yes, y'all are good, and y'all are fine, but your children will turn on you if you don't hold up the standard and the banner of God. 
And if they don't turn on you, they'll just, you'll just produce nice little whirlians. Are y'all keeping the camera on me back there in the little video room? Good. We're having trouble in the video room. There's no one finer than young Cox back there. And he comes down here and spends hours in that thing. But he has a little attitude adjustment that we're going to fix. Brother Cox, you listening? Because, Brother Cox, I can fix your attitude adjustment. And I don't care what your mama thinks and your daddy thinks. And I don't have a better friend than your mama. But, Mama, you get out of my way when I'm messing with that boy because I'm his preacher. I'm, I'm yours when I'm talking to you. But I'm his when I'm talking to him. And last I checked, he's a grown man. And that video room ain't going to be a youth hangout. We might as well just fix this thing. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Well, if you don't know what you're doing wrong, son, you don't care about what I want to do right. Because if you loved me and you submitted to me, you'd know what my heart is and my message is, and you wouldn't go about establishing your own kingdom in the video room. I really feel good now. You have a strong sense of hate toward others. You're strongly devoted to doctrine, which in many cases in the independent Baptist movement is more tradition than theology. There's solemnity, fear, and guilt. You're motivated by fear. We talk about this on so many episodes of the podcast this far. Fear and guilt are one of the driving factors of obedience and dependency within the Independent Baptist Church. Now, for leaders, this sums up Jack Hiles to a T. Man, I won't ask you to leave now if you don't quit talking while I'm preaching. The day is going to come when you're going to look back on these college days and you will say they're the sweetest days of our lives. I've kept him going in some ways. I've sent him money. I've encouraged his heart. I've written him letters, called him on the telephone. Ma'am, you'll have to, ma'am, you'll have to stay, stay back there now. You can't just walk in and out like this. Just sit down now and stay there. And if you don't now, I'm going to ask you, I'm gonna have to have somebody take you outside. I don't mean to be unkind to you, but if everybody did what you're doing right now, we couldn't have a service this morning. Now listen carefully to me. Don't get upset. I'm, I'm going to say it to you if you do the same thing. Don't get upset now. I'm trying to help you, and I can't help you with folks... Uh, uh, walking around and having a guided tour of the crowd this morning. Uh, uh, one of you fellows, back there, take her back in the hallway and have her sit in the hallway there. I don't mean to be unkind to her, and I'm sure she has a problem that most ladies have. That's preaching, ain't it? Boy, I'm, I'm going to preach the Bible whether you like it or not. And by the way, Believe it or not, I'm going to get through this sermon, too. If I can keep you ladies still long enough, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this sermon. Either that or I'll just quit. Narcissistic, psychopathic, elitist, grandiose, power-hungry, secretive and deceptive. Again, if you haven't listened to the episode talking about the lawsuit against First Baptist Church of Hammond, this definitely proves it. It claims absolute authority. No one can be right outside the independent fundamental Baptist movement. They said, but your people are starving. He said, rather starve a Baptist than die a compromiser. And then you look at organizations. For organizations, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, you have elitism. There's a lot of political 
steps within the independent Baptist movement and in many of the colleges and higher up churches within the movement. Authoritarian structure, they're deceptive and manipulative. I think of West Coast publishing statements about controversial topics and scandals that have been released in the church, taking them down, altering the statement, and then re-releasing the statement. They clone people. We talk about this again in the episode about West Coast, trying to duplicate the trying to duplicate college students that just look like preacher boys, copies of the main leader. The ends justify the means. They preserve their own power. We talk about this in the case mentioned by Joy Ryder, that they're going to go to any length necessary to protect their position, their salary, and the benefits of their job. And lastly, there's no legitimate reasons to leave. If you're within the independent Baptist movement, to consider going somewhere else, even a Southern Baptist church or another denomination, is to leave God himself. There's no legitimate reason to leave. If you do, it's a hard issue. It's not an issue with the church. You know something? You could really, you need war stories. You don't have any. It's all about your feelings hurting. They hurt my daughter. They hurt my son. And they they hurt my wife. And they hurt my husband. I'm I'm so hurt. I, I don't know if I can go on. I'm so hurt. Well, just die. (laughs) Crazy idiot. When you quench the Spirit of God, when you quench the Holy Ghost of God, you're doing it individually. And when you do, I'd hate to be the lost person sitting on that pew with you while you're griping under your breath. Because the Holy Spirit of God is going to flow through each of you to convict that sinner. This influence continuum is so interesting. And when you're looking at for the idea of identifying an unhealthy organization, unhealthy individuals or unhealthy leaders, it's pretty clear what most of the churches that we've talked about so far fall into. They hit every single checkpoint on the list. Throughout the episode, you guys have heard audio snippets that kind of back each and every one of these points. And I hope you listen to the episode again and continue sharing it. It's important to note that the people that are played in the clips are not small portions of the church. A lot of them are very high up leaders, people that pastor megachurches, gigantic colleges, and are heavily influential within the independent Baptist movement. So I'd ask you to take a look in the show notes, download the influence continuum from the bite model by Stephen Hassan from his book, Combating Cult Mind Control. And honestly, I'd encourage you to pick up the whole book. It's so helpful in identifying cult mindsets and knowing exactly when you need to run from an organization. Maybe your church doesn't meet these requirements or these specifications. And if so, that's amazing. You're in a good place. If it's a place that does meet any of these things, Start asking questions. Ask the leadership why you're not allowed to ask questions. Ask why there's such an authoritarian structure. Ask why there's such an elitist nature of the people within it. Ask why you're not allowed to ask questions. Ask why there's so much fear and guilt in the motivation process at the church. I hope you guys will check this out. I know this is a shorter episode, but I really hope that this one hits home. Every time I look at this chart, it just blows me away because it sounds like it's describing so many people, churches, and organizations, and individuals that I know. And it's a really great list. Stephen Hassan is amazing, and his book, Combating Cult Mind Control, is an absolute must-read. I'm a couple chapters away from being completely done with the book, and I cannot recommend it enough. And honestly, I'd love to get him on the show at some point. So check out his book. Uh, Be sure to tweet at him, let him know he should come on this podcast, and we'd love to sit down with him and talk 
more in depth about this. His story is incredible, and I think he lends an absolutely amazing perspective to the show. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. As I said before, this episode is brought to you by the Good Story Podcast. It is a new show that I have launched where I interview creatives about how they're having an impact by telling good stories. And hopefully, the stories shared on this podcast will have a big impact as well. All right, guys, I'm signing off. My name is Eric Skorzynski. And be sure to connect with us on social media by visiting the handle at PreacherBoysDoc or visit us online anytime at PreacherBoysDoc.com. All right, guys, signing off. Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes and don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at PreacherBoysDoc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.